I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots. Welcome to yet another episode of Ignorance is Blessed with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'm an idiot. We're all idiots sometimes, and that's why we're here, to learn the answers to all of our ignorant questions. And that way, we get a little less ignorant. We start to learn about people who are different than us, and we feel more connected. And that's the root of all of this. Now, in the past, I had specific intros that would go on and on about the guest in our conversation, but I've decided I want to let the conversations speak for themselves. So this is just a little reminder of what the podcast is about and other things you can do to engage with the podcast. So obviously you're listening right now. I love that. If you love the podcast, it would be so helpful if you subscribed on whatever device you use to listen to podcasts. Hell, if you have more than one device, you have a Spotify account and you're on iTunes, go subscribe on both doesn't hurt you helps me please leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this hopefully it's positive and if you have some constructive questions or feedback I would love for you to send those to me directly instead of just leaving them in a review especially if they're specific to one episode you can always email me anything questions ideas you want advice you have a suggestion for a guest or maybe not a specific guest but a topic you'd love to hear about Ignorance is blessed podcast at gmail.com. There's also a Facebook group where you can engage with other listeners in discussions, in suggestions and discussions about those suggestions. And it's just sort of a, a fun community to connect with each other and with other people who are trying to learn and grow and be a better version of themselves. That's on Facebook. You can find it by searching ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots or go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash JMS comedy. And it's listed as my group on that page. You can follow me anywhere else at JMS comedy. If you want to watch these interviews, I put out the interviews a little bit earlier than I put out the audio. Go to my YouTube, youtube.com slash AK Jessica Michelle made that when I still lived in Alaska and was younger and I can't get JMS comedy. So there you go. And those will stream at 5 p.m. Pacific time the day before. So you can get a little sneaky peeky. You can follow me everywhere, as I said, at JMS Comedy. And also follow the podcast at Ignorance is Blessed on Instagram to see some fun clips. And as a reminder, before we get to this interview with my wonderful guest today, please keep in mind that no guest I have on is, nor do they claim to be an expert in whatever our topic is, whatever the given situation identity is. They are just one human sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. So please keep that in mind with every guest. And without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode of Ignorance is Blessed. Hey, idiots. Welcome to this week's Friday, whatever the fuck it's called. Bitch Fest, Friday, fuck off. I think I should just start titling them in the app, just whatever the fuck, instead of Friday free think. Like it's some sort of, I mean, what am I? A f- uh, free speech news outlet? I mean, in theory, I guess some episodes could be considered that. Fuck, I just spilled bubbly water on myself, which was the universe telling me not to drink fucking bubbly shit bef- while I'm recording. Uh, hence the goddamn Diet Coke questioning at the beginning of all my episodes, uh, uh, for a while. 
I'm recording a new intro to announce my new tour. It's, I mean, I know it's, the dates have been announced, but I did the big official announcement on social media today, Big Mouth in a Small Town Tour, or Big Mouth Small in a Town Tour, as uh, some people think the poster looks like, which I'm fine with. Let it seem like a dumb AI, I'm a robot error. Who gives a fuck? But I know some of you have no fucking interest in eating healthier or moving your ass anymore, and some of you don't need a program. You already are taking care of yourselves fine. However, for those of you who are, you're going to be hearing a little plug for it probably at the intro of episodes, and because uh, it's for this. Uh, it's sponsored by School of Thought. My friend Stacia Patwell is sponsoring it, so I will be trying to do this fucking hard-ass program that I'm doing right now, by the way, while I'm on tour. So we'll see. Really, I mean, the the dream is to keep getting in better shape and healthier and healthier. Uh, I will be happy if I maintain the shape I'm in because if you have not been on tour, let me tell you, it is real easy to become uh, just unhealthy sack of shit real quickly. That being said, I'm not going to be a total dork and not do anything fun. So if you've been to any of the cities I'm going to, if you live in one of the cities, well, if you live in one of the cities, get your fucking tickets, okay? These shows are going to be wild. I'm... I'm running my hour. I'm prepping to do a special at some point next year. So you're going to see some tip top shit and some new shit. I'm squeezing in there and you don't want to miss it, but I would love recommendations for cool shit to see in any of the cities and towns I'm going to and healthy restaurants where I can meet my macros, but also I get a weekly cheat meal and I don't want to fucking waste it. Probably gonna, you know, if I have a bigger city the week I'm on the road, Let's just be honest. Gen- generally, those have the better, cooler restaurant options. However, I know some of you small towns have fucking hidden gyms, some old lady cooking up breakfast, whatever. So that's also what I want to know. Where can I get my weekly cheat meal? Like w- if there was one meal that I can't miss while I'm in this place, what is it? Because I'm not half-assing those. I'm not being like, for the cheat meal, I'm doing my regular meal, but (laughs) with a biscuit on the side. No, fuck that. I'm going full slob, nasty, disgusting, delicious food. So uh, that's that. I don't want to spend the whole time talking about that, but I wanted to say it. Go check out the dates on my social media, at JMS Comedy. If you have not already, by the way, I'll say this again and again. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it, and if you could rate it. Wherever you're listening, iTunes, Spotify, if you're able to leave a review, fucking awesome. That helps. It gets me in the algorithm more so more people can discover this, and that's uh, helpful. Then we get more listeners, then I get more ads, then I am able to afford to put these out at a, at a higher quality, at a better rate, more episodes, more excitement, and also more fucking discounts to pass on to you guys uh i'll put a link uh in the in the show notes but uh, i got these really good multivitamins they're gummy bears from this place called grunes daily they just sent me them to try and gave me a link for you guys to get 45 percent off to try them so if you're looking for a new multivitamin and you're like me and you fucking hate swallowing pills the irony of my inability to swallow pills is mind-blowing the uh, the fact that I was called beer bong girl in college because the rate at which I could just guzzle beer bongs. And let's be honest, the other things I've swallowed throughout the years. Uh, and yet when I take a pill, is anyone else like this where you're just like have to brace yourself and then 
every pill you swallow, it's like a near death, near vomiting experience. What the fuck is that? What is wrong with me? Meanwhile, other people just fist them, dry piles of pills, throwing them back like it's nobody's fucking business. And I'm over here trying to swallow a tiny ibuprofen and being like, "Ah, it's going to be the death of me. Happy belated Thanksgiving, by the way. I pigged out in the best, most American way. It was delicious. Uh, What's hilarious is being on this program. I restarted this program as Thanksgiving was coming. And what a lie I told myself. I'm like, I'm just going to have a big Thanksgiving and then get back on track. And four days later, I was like, okay, I guess now I'll get back on track. And yeah, did I get weak and maybe have Taco Bell at some point? Sure. That was post-Thanksgiving. I, I am coming off sugar. That's fucking the cravings get re-kicked in. But I built it into my macros. So technically, it still was bad. Uh, but honestly, the amount of fucking... Here's... Okay. Has anyone else regularly like added protein in the form of a protein powder to their diet and then just gotten stuffed up? Dude, my butt was plugged for days. So... In a way, Taco Bell helped move me. But maybe it just was inevitable. This is too much. Why am I telling you this? Listen, we're all going to get holiday diarrhea. And speaking of shitty things during the holidays, I've got a bunch of holiday parties I've been invited to. And that's not a shitty thing. That's a blessing. I'm excited. I'm stressed out because for some reason most of them are all on the same day. So that's good. Now I have to fucking bop around like I'm doing spots. But instead of spots, it's just... Uh, resisting cookies and uh, you know sneaking sips of wine probably but uh, you know that's not always the case yeah this year this year I'm invited to a lot of parties last year I maybe wasn't uh, there's it comes in waves you know there's always a few work-related comedy stories a holiday party other comedy clubs those are fun but I want to say something For those of you who maybe don't have a lot of holiday festivities going on, because I'm trying to add in my own, like more. What are little like fun things I can do to get in the spirit, to enjoy it? It's here anyway. It's the holiday season. And it's, by the way, so much harder to get into the holiday season. And I'm not complaining about the weather in Los Angeles. It just doesn't look holiday-y, you know? So it's like you almost have to kickstart yourself and be like, I'm going to force myself to do things like last year I wanted to go to candy cane lane which is an actual place it's a street where people live out in the valley I honestly think there might be multiple candy cane lanes which is so funny because I wonder if they have animosity towards each other but all of these the people on the street go balls to the wall with their decorations I think it's like required if you live there and I don't know I mean like can the homeowners association vote you out of is that a thing? What what do HOAs do? Like, if I'm keeping up my lawn and minding my own business, but I don't participate in Candy Cane Lane, can I be booted from my property? Like, do homeowners associations really have any power? Or are they just sort of there to shame you into uh, doing what your neighbors want to do? This question brought to you by my refusal to just do a simple Google search. Anyway, all that to be said, uh, if you've got, you know, lights in your cities, go check them out. They can kind of warm your heart. It's kind of fun. But I know for a lot of us, the holidays can be a less than happy time. You know, holidays for many people, you know, if you're estranged from your family, you have past 
bullshit where like the holidays actually weren't a happy time. It was stressful. It was depressing. You know, I grew up uh, and had some years where Christmases were very bleak. I was a paper angel kid. My one year, my mom, who was a single parent, just didn't come home because she got a DUI and shit happens and we've made up. But I just want you to know that uh, you're not alone in that, even though you feel alone and these times can be very feel very isolating. You know, a lot of times, especially if you're in a big city or maybe you're, uh, you know, working somewhere outside of your hometown. This was also my experience in college where everyone kind of goes home. They go to their hometown, hometown for the holidays. And, you know, a lot of people aren't from a big city. They just move there to, to work or chase whatever dreams. And maybe you're single and or, you know, newly in a relationship where you're not going with your significant other and they're leaving town uh, and, and, you know, don't have the means to go home or don't have the desire to go home for whatever reason. I just uh, and I'll probably say this again, you know, during the like actual Christmas week episode. And by the way, if there's awkward pauses in this, I'm sorry. I keep hitting the pause button because I drank a muscle milk, as I mentioned earlier, having a lot more protein. And it's like it's good and it's full of protein, but it has that same effect that does anyone else get this? Is this lactose intolerance? I'll have ice cream and it just sort of gives me this like you may want to skip a few seconds ahead if you're one of those people who's like really noise sensitive or noise irritated. But (coughs) that feeling, do you know what I'm talking about? Like that almost like thickness, like a mucus. Now I'm chugging coffee to try to drown out the muscle milk taste. It's all I'm on a, a roller coaster of beverages. Which, by the way, I'm always on a roller coaster of beverages. Is anyone else? So I have a friend whose episode's going to be coming out later next year. Uh, David Ferrugio. I was on his podcast. You might have seen me share a clip and maybe went and listened to it. Highly recommend if you're someone who uh, has lost someone and find um, comfort in the grieving process and hearing other people talk about their experience or if you just have a morbid curiosity for death. Uh which I think most of us in some capacity do. It's called Dead Talks. He's hilarious. It's great. Um, He shared a story on Instagram the other day where he had like three beverages, and I swear to God, I felt so seen because every time I'm working, I have at least three beverages. Uh, I have a a habit at restaurants of being like, I'll get a coffee and an orange juice and a water. And it just made – like – I always feel like I'm a nut job if I think about it. And I'm like, oh, maybe there's more of us. Is anyone else a, th- a multiple beverage at all times or most times person? And if you are, holler at me. I want to know. Go to the uh, Facebook group. Tell me what your three, your usual three in rotation are. Right now in front of me, I've got a sparkling water, a coffee, and a muscle milk. Uh, the muscle milk is a new addition. Previously, I guess that would have been uh flat water which I do have I just didn't bring into my uh room where I'm recording this and um and or a diet coke and boy did I derail talking about these beverages and you know what that's what I love about free think friday it's really about me just going on an ADHD rant uh oh let's go back to speaking of drinking let's go back to being alone for the holidays uh i just want to send you some love And, you know, look for, uh, do not shy away from 
watching the dumb holiday comedies. You know, you don't have to fucking, we don't all have to watch Love Actually and sob on our couches. Watch Elf. Go to Christmas Vacation. Take a walk through your neighborhood and look at the lights. You know what's fun to do? Quietly just roast the lights. And if it's not the lights that you're actually, like, making fun of, find joy in making fun of how pathetic of a human lives in this house that they are dedicating so much time and effort. And frankly, oftentimes when we look at some of these displays, risking their lives for what? To put a a reindeer made out of white lights on their roof? What are we doing? The And also the people who take it too far, like this is... And look, and by look, I mean, listen, I don't think it's limited to any specific gender wanting the lights. But it does. So I mean this metaphorically. It's a it's a dick swinging contest going on, probably a one sided one. When you see someone with a psychotic amount of lights and frankly, I would put an absurd amount of Christmas lights right up there with big truck and or car with very loud engine, by which I mean you have a small penis and you're overcompensating. I'm sorry. You covered the house in lights. You you can't see your dick over under your uh, man boobs probably. And, and by the way, again, metaphorically, uh, substitute tiny dick for a huge floppy pussy or whatever women are supposed to be compensating for <laughs> but <laughs> uh or w- whatever the thing we're supposed to feel ashamed about and uh, and none of us need to feel ashamed but it's just like what are we doing man fucking how about go inside with your family dude it, uh, men will decorate their house to the nines for christmas in the name of being like participating in the holiday activity, when the reality is that's mowing the lawn at Christmas time for men. It's a fucking escape. You're not doing it because you love Christmas. You're doing it because you hate talking to your fucking kids and you are sick of your wife nagging you. And that's fine. But could we, I don't know, conserve some energy? I say after I was like, I can't wait to go see all the Christmas lights. It's, I, you know what I wonder if, What's sad, here's what's really sad. And it's hilarious, but it's also sad. There are people out in the world, as we all know, really suffering. They're hungry. They are in actual danger. They don't have a place to call home. And meanwhile, somewhere in the suburbs of any town USA... Is someone, a woman, a man, both, either two people or maybe someone who identifies as both or neither, feeling genuinely distraught and like worthless because of their neighbor's light display being so much brighter than theirs. Uh, We used to have a light up Santa Claus. Like, uh, I don't want to say full size. It was full size to me, but at the time I was in second grade. Man, that was like, my mom was, my mom is a fucking hoe for Christmas. 
she will go crazy with decorations. She will send you presents even if you beg her not to. So I have uh, resigned to that and then just gotten aggressive about because it used to just like I tried for years to be like, you really don't have to send me anything. I I love you. I'll take a little money if you really want to do anything. Mama could use help with the bills. But please don't feel like you need to send me anything. And here's what I realized with my mom, who is a big-time gift giver, but also I think I think her love language is gift giving, but also is just going crazy at Christmas. She's going to send you something. So you might as well find something you like to tell her about because she's going to send you several things. Um, for those of you who have followed me for a long time, you know that even in the non-Christmas times, she would just send care packages from Korea, which you all know if you've been following me since 2017, included coffee made from cat shit from Bali that I drank not knowing it was cat shit coffee. And that'll never be lived down in my family household. Um, I'm going to talk in a, a couple weeks about our classic Christmas tradition that my family does with with food and our celebrations, uh, which I guess I'm excited to share with you. But honestly, last year, Nate and I used our American Express, <sighs> not even points. They have a thing if you have an American Express where you get like a $200 credit back if you stay at certain hotels. So we went and spent the night in Santa Barbara on the beach, cute hotel that had a deal, and we got the $200 back. So we got three nights basically for the price of one because it was the hotel was already get the third night free and then maybe a little bit more than the price of one, but not the price of two. Um, and I think we're going to do that again. And let me tell you, if you are someone who feels obligated to go home with family, you have not lived. Literally, what a tradition. Just you and the person you love. And also, if you have in your means and you maybe don't have a partner, but you have a nice job, you're working your butt off, you're hoping to meet someone, fuck, go fucking treat yourself. Is there, you know, I'm lucky that I live in an area where we can drive somewhere that's beachside and the weather's probably going to be good. But is there a cute town that has like a Christmas celebration, a Christmas market where you could do an Airbnb or rent a like boutique hotel room? You, uh, If you work somewhere corporate, you likely have the night off anyway. This is a great way to treat yourself. Get Go get fucking, get a nice meal. You know, a lot of places are closed, but a lot of restaurants do. Um, uh, set menu or we fucking we did one nice restaurant because we were there for three nights and then on Christmas we just got pizza sat in the hotel room sat in the hotel room why did I become Sebastian we just we ate pizza on Christmas what the hell is wrong with us it was great it was so great uh, yeah I want to love Christmas but I think I think I still have stuff around it that makes me sad, but that's okay. You know, you can, I'm changing my story. I'm changing my Christmas experience by doing what I want to do. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think we should all do that. Fuck. If you don't like the traditions, if uh, memories from past Christmases bring you sad, make you sad. So you start putting up the Christmas tree and you get anxiety and don't feel good. And maybe it's because 
your family was shitty at Christmas uh, or whatever. Don't fucking put up a tree. You know what I mean? What do you guys do? I want to know your traditions. Are you a classic Christmas, Hanukkah? Do you do something else? Uh, in the holidays, are you non-religious but still do something? Do you do nothing? Were you raised in a house that did nothing and now you are trying to embrace, you know, different traditions? Or have you started your own unique tradition? That's what I want to know. What's the cool thing you do with your family that's like your your own unique holiday celebration? It's December. Uh, you know, first of the month. Rent is due. And we all spent too much on fucking Black Friday. It's psychotic. And frankly, I think that the December rent uh, should be allowed to come in later because of Black Friday every year, not just this year. But I think it's like, come on, man, cut us some fucking slack. <sighs> anyway, I've ranted enough. I don't, I, you know, it's so funny. At the beginning of this week, I had so many other things I wanted to talk about and I need to be better about writing them down. But here we are. I hope you loved the guests I've had so far. Uh, Ryan Dorsey is just a fucking hoot of a dude. And he's uh, he's doing more acting now that the strike's over. So go keep an eye on his stuff. If you didn't already know him and follow him and, you know, see him on uh, Yellowstone and, and Big Sky and all that shit, uh, go check that out. And keep your eyes peeled for him to be in more because I'm sure there's a lot more coming from him. I enjoyed uh, all of the guests I've had so far. My darling roommate Ariana and Tasha Rain and Steph Tolov. And I got some cool ones coming down the pipeline. Um, I'm really trying to dig into some different topics. I've got, um, oh, next week. This one's so fucking cool. He happens to be the husband of a former guest and my friend who is a comedian, Angelina Spicer. You may remember we did an episode about postpartum. And by the way, if you haven't followed her since that episode, Go follow her. She is, especially in moms out there, this woman is fucking crushing it in terms of spreading awareness about postpartum, getting legislation passed. She is really, like, walking the walk. And it is inspiring to see. She just got, she was just in Paris to give a speech for, like, a, I, I should have prepped for this better, but now I'm just going off the cuff. But this huge women's conference, she's met with politicians, and she's really, like, trying to fucking push maternal care and like people giving a fuck about postpartum instead of just writing it off and forgetting about moms and only asking about the baby so check out that episode and go check her out because she's doing some fucking amazing shit and my guest happens to be her husband joe tregilio incredible guy and he is now the head of a program that works to exonerate criminals uh, at Loyola Mar Marymount University. But he was already doing that for years as a public defender. It's a fucking rad episode. And I've got um, a first responder coming on later this month. Uh, the guy who invented escape rooms. And, oh, we had her previously on the show years ago, B, uh, who is at the Zine Witch on Instagram, if that sticks out to you more uh astrologer incredible and i'm gonna the last episode before the new year it's she gave like a basic overview of astrology charts now i know a lot of you are probably like 
I don't give a fuck about astrology. It's all made up, which honestly, fuck you. Everything's made up. Money was made up. Capitalism was uh, invented. The government at this point, it's fucking made up and we just embrace it. But I would ask you that even if you are extremely skeptical, give it a listen and just make some notes of the dates she says and just allow yourself to see and observe and go, huh? I'm because like maybe it is a load of horseshit, but also I think most people end up turning to astrology because instead of actually trying to find things that make less sense and avoiding reality, I think it is a desperate grasp at trying to make sense of things. And as we know, living on earth in this fucking world, there's so many things that just don't make fucking sense. Those things you're like, what the fuck are you doing? What is that person doing? What? Why did I do that? Why did he do that? Why did we do that? Why did the fucking world do that? It's interesting to think that like, well, it's, it's almost like a, well, it's if, if, if there has to be a cause for everything and things seem so outrageous, it's almost like a last-ditch effort that people have turned to and then they go, wait, it makes, this actually does explain things. And yeah, am I going to try to make a bit about this? I sure am. I'm working on it now. Do I think nobody wants to hear me say, of course I was raped. My Mercury's in cancer. Probably not. But... Moki, now Moki's mad that I even brought it up. And she's like, you know we don't talk about our Mercuries. Has anyone else got a dog that's like bone psychotic? No, you weren't quiet. I'm taking your bone. Literally a second ago I tried to take it away because she was being loud. And look, my dog is tiny. I'm not afraid of my dog. What I was afraid of by the way she was gripping the bone you have any thoughts you want to share, Moki? Do you have any complaints you want to lodge? She's over here just sniffing around because I just hit it in the drawer. <coughs> it is a giant bone, and she took it, like, long ways like a cigar, and I was like, my dog is going to choke to death out of pride and out of not wanting to have this bone taken away. Can that happen? Am I being irrational? Somebody tell me. Listen, you guys, I want to get more conversations going in the Facebook group. That's the, the root of this. So get over there if you haven't already. Ignorance is blessed, idiots. You can find it on my pa- Facebook page, facebook.com slash jmscomedy. Uh, also, check out my Instagram link in bio if you are wanting to see my stand-up, which is way different than this, by the way. This is a conversational podcast. The, even the solo ones is just me spattering bullshit. So I beg of you do not make assumptions about my stand-up based on this even though i do think we have a lot of funny moments here um but if you love to laugh and you're like well she's not coming to my town she's not coming to my city please 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 i beg you fill out the form to join my email list i do not harass you with email i don't spam you i sent out one thing for black friday uh, probably when i like drop a big thing a special if i get like a tv set I would email everyone about that. Otherwise, I'm just gathering information to see where you are, and then I will email you if I'm coming to your city or town. I'm coming to towns. Jessica Michelle is coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry, because I'm going to show up and call you a big pussy. Uh, 
Anyways, I'm going to end on that. God save the queen. I don't know what the fuck that means. That concludes this week's episode of Ignorance is Blessed. I hope you enjoyed the guest. Do you have follow-up thoughts, follow-up questions? Get in the Facebook group and start a conversation. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots on Facebook. You can search for it or find it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash JMS comedy. There you can have a chat about this guest. You can ask about future guests. You, you can suggest future guests. I love it all. Please keep giving suggestions and keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.